What's going on everybody? Team Tangible here in the Eagle's Nest, soaring into this week's podcast. We're discussing uh, being an observer of the world rather than participating in things of the unknown. Um, and, you know, let's dive right into it, Chris. Uh, tangible triumph, life, inspiration, motivation. Uh, What's going on? Yeah, there he is. So, listen, uh, are are you an observant of the world? Yes. Now what 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 does it mean to you to observe the world? What are you what are you looking for? Are you looking for anything in particular? I'm gonna say being a born leader, it is my objective to observe every action of life. Okay, and I'm gonna say that that's very broad because what we're talking about today is to stop looking. Will's very philosophical oh, with that, you know, and, <laughs> but we're, we're saying stop looking and start paying attention. Because uh, when you start paying attention, this is what I'm saying, observing what's actually around you, you'll find a lot more than when you keep searching and searching and searching. Well, listen, if you're moving in the motion of the chaotic world, right? And you're not giving your any your, yourself any time to step back and really perceive what's going on. You fall into the daily motions of the chaos itself. Yeah. Instead of making any sense of what's actually going on around you, you're participating in the madness. Oh yeah. Uh, and 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 a lack of direction uh, completely depletes your ability to gain any knowledge or wisdom out of the motions that you're actually going through. And and uh, when you don't give yourself enough time to really perceive and observe what is truly happening, you get lost. Yeah, because you, you're you, looking and searching for what could be. Right. Except besides what it is. You know, it's right in front of you. And like we talk about sudden enlightenment. And everybody, you know, um, in the Tao, we talk about sudden enlightenment. Buddhists talk about sudden enlightenment. It's because... The question of who I am is not the question that you want to hear. It's not the question that, that's a searching question. Right. You need to know who you are. I am who I am. And that's because I found it right in front of me. It's because when you're looking so far into the abyss, you're missing out on what is right in front of you. And this is, we could talk about it. In many aspects of our life, through TV, through our cell phones, through our computers, well, through goes, social media, we keep looking and perceiving other people's lives. It, it goes, it goes into the to the rabbit hole of distracting yourself, so you don't have to focus on what's so important. You know, um, you said the TV, the phone, social media; those are all outlets to distract yourself. Yeah. When you log on to Facebook and scroll through your newsfeed, all you're really doing is taking in the concepts of other people's lives. Yeah. And then when you're posting something, I get it. Sometimes it makes you feel good to throw something out there and, you know, you post a, a nice picture of you and the family. That's all cool and dandy, but, you know, put the phone down. Pick up a pen. Write down how you feel. Go look at yourself. I say it all the time. Go look at yourself in the mirror mm -hmm. and understand what you're looking at. 
you know, this, this body that we carry with us throughout life, this is just a vessel. What's inside of your body is true, who you truly are. What goes on in your mind is, is who you are. What you develop into is up to you if you follow the path that you're supposed to be on, right? So let's say you, you discover journaling as a good outlet for yourself. You would be extremely surprised at the thoughts that you can write down and reread to yourself and say, wow, I do feel that way. Yeah. You Definitely. know, you, you find that understanding of who you are. I, you know, I've, I've incorporated meditation into my daily routine. I sit down for about 15 minutes and I was taught by a Buddhist monk how, how to uh, properly meditate, if you will. I, there's a better word for it, but I can't find it right now. And, you know, he described it to me in this way, uh, Buddha Bob. Your thoughts are like the clouds from a window of a train. When you watch through the window of a train at the clouds, they pass right by. You're not supposed to pull on your thoughts. You're not supposed to push your thoughts away. You're supposed to observe them and understand what those thoughts mean. Yeah. Don't have any judgment towards your thoughts. Your thoughts are who who form you. Your your conscious and unconscious mind are what develop your person. You know, the the vessel we walk around every day. This is this, you know, it, some religions call it your holy temple, your you know, your holy grail, whatever whatever you consider your body to be. This is just it's a shell. Yeah. Your physical body has no bearing in what you are in this world. Yeah, I mean, I talk about mindful meditation all the time, and it, and it is that it's Wu Wei, it's that yeah. action of inaction. Right. It's the understanding that of neutralness, of not going on spectrums. You know, in uh, action of inaction is right. Wu Wei. Right, and and that's that's honestly leaving you up to having your own interpretation yes. of life itself. I, I've been I've been talking about it for a couple of weeks, right? Uh, I'm reading the Secret Teachings of All Ages by Manly P. Hall, and if you really dive into the um, if you if you dive into the understanding of religion at, at a at a core, right? Each each walk of life and each passage written, all they're trying to do is help you feel human, help you understand. When you observe yourself, everything that you feel and everything that you do, it's okay. Anxiety comes from, am I doing this right? Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Is this job right for me? Uh, am I living in the right area? Like all of these questions, of course, they cross everybody's mind. But understand that those thoughts, they come and they go. When you observe them, you can digest them and understand yourself. You know, when you observe what you're portraying as a person, yeah. you can have a solid stance on where you are in life, you know? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to relate this to looking for a lost object. Right. You search your house day in and day out looking for your lost wallet. Right. But it's when you stop looking, it appears right in front of you. It's because you're not looking to the attentive of the detail. And you're looking on where it can be, not where it is, you know? So when it breaks it down to, 
is it's like I said, it, it's right in front of you. Anything that you want in life, I'm telling you, is right in front of you at this very moment. Well, because it's like you're taking it's like you're taking a magnifying glass and looking past it. Yeah. Instead of instead of just putting everything down and saying, okay, what is this? Yep. You know, and it goes down to your trials and tribulations on what is what builds you to become the person who you are and who you need to be. So in those difficult times, you're going to need to be attentive and observe yourself and your reality at that moment of time and not look on where it's going to affect you in the future or what it is doing for your past. Well, it goes it goes down to the concept of reaction, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people are reactive. So you yell at me, I'm yelling back. You hit me, I'm hitting you back. You fire me, I'm going to be vindictive and find a way to get back at you. Now, when you feed negativity into the world, it harvests itself. And negativity never dissolves until you allow it to, right? Yep. So you need to think of your reaction before you react. And that goes into looking too hard. You know, if somebody bumps into you and you think, oh, they bumped into me on purpose. Now let's do something about it. Instead of, man, that person might be going through a tough day and they didn't mean to bump into me. Mm -hmm. You know, those are two different concepts. And you know, reacting immediately is not seeing the bigger picture. Reacting immediately is acting on impulse and not listening to yourself. Because all of us as human beings, I, I, I think, I could be speaking wrong, but I think we all have the same core of moral standards. And a lot of people feel the same way about things, right? But then you have all of this added judgment to things, and that's where the reaction comes in. If you're an angry person and something happens, you react immediately and make that situation much worse than what it could have been, right? Instead of just looking at things at face value, life is what it is. Yeah. I have what I have in front of me right now. What am I going to do with it? Not, not, okay, I don't have enough, or I'm less fortunate, or I don't have the money to do this. Well, instead of saying those things, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. Where are you going? What's there for you to build a foundation with? Exactly. I mean, which I, like I said, I mean, if you're keeping up with Tangible Triumphs content, I talked about replacing the why yeah. With the how and the what. And that's exactly what you're necessarily doing when you stop look, uh, stop searching for what, I mean, you know, why. And But if you replace it with the how and the what, you're going to be more observant on how you are. Right. And what you're doing in that moment. And it, it breaks it down, you know... I, to trusting the universe. I always say trust the universe, trust your God. Because having trust in the universe or in your God is like step number one to let go of what you can actually control to what is uncontrollable. And it sets your mind at ease when you just accept what it is. Yeah. So, you know, to find peace in this crazy time, there's a lot of letting go. There's a lot of 
stop looking to what's gonna be than just living in the moment and live in the now. I mean, I always talk about living in the now, and that's because I'm observant of the now. I pay attention to the now and not what's gonna be or why is this happening. And I'm I'm looking right in front of me. I'm not searching. Right. What can I do for myself? You miss today? so much more when you're searching than when you're actually paying attention. The need for more will deteriorate any motivation that you have. Yeah. And when you when you feel like you don't have enough and you're always constantly searching for things, you remove any ability to learn or or any ability to succeed because there there's nothing there that's tangible to grab. There's no sense of direction when you're searching you're looking out and grabbing the first thing yeah you know let me latch on to that think about as a stray cat yeah you feed a stray cat it comes back right every night wanting more and more i'm guilty (laughs) but in all reality the cat would have been just fine oh yeah and lived its life through nature So the need to want more and more, the need to search for more and more when you could just appreciate your values that you have now. You don't need that extra money. You don't need whatever that you're searching for. It's You have it already. And that's why when we talk about sudden enlightenment, you have all the tools right in you to succeed in anything you want to succeed in. Because it's in you. Right. Just like it's in me, just like it's in Will, it's all in us. And it still comes down to self-discipline. Don't be scared that you have all this power in your body. Now you just need to learn how to how to control it. Well, it's, it's, it, it goes back to having a sense of direction. When you're observing life, instead of grabbing at everything that you want, Work on one thing at a time. When you're observing life, you can latch on to the circumstances that will carry you further, right? So it's okay to have goals, and it's fine to aim for, for, for the moon and shoot for the stars, but what, what, oh, my contact just fell out. Oh, what, um, man, didn't expect that to happen. What are you, uh, here, you want to carry on for a second while I pop yeah. this little puppy bag in here? You good, you good? Sorry about that, guys. So, I'm going to break it down to this story I heard. I can't tell you the the author or the speaker who said it, but he says, Do you avoid the moon when you're driving? Because the moon is far away. But what do you avoid when you're driving? You avoid other drivers. You avoid other people. And it's just like, you know, you could use it to your feelings. Like, do you, when you feel angry, are you looking to avoid anger as in the moon? No. No. It's something that you have to grab, something tangible that you feel. So about your reactions, when you could just let go. Well, when, when you're an angry person, you're looking for anything to be angry at. Yeah. I was just talking to somebody about it the other day. When, when, when I'm in a bad mood, I can't be in a bad mood with just one person. 
I'm in a bad mood with everybody. Yeah. Because I'm just looking for a reason to be angry. Yes. You know, and 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 unfortunately, we realize it or not. There goes the contact again. Um, whether we realize it or not, those those have a latter effect on the people around us. You know, you're not you're not just affecting yourself or that one person that you might be upset with. You're you're affecting everybody around you. And it goes into just being able to understand what's right in front of you. If you have a, a situation that you're upset with, why not solve it? I know people who hold grudges for months. Yeah. And it's like what what's well, put yeah. your ego aside. Mm-hmm. Put put be, be have some humility within yourself. And look at the problem that's directly in front of you. What caused the situation? Why are you angry? And, you know, help the process move along. Instead of being upset for the next two weeks, solve your problem now. Because that's where, that's where they say hindsight is twenty twenty. You were looking for so much in the future. Now you're looking at your past like, oh shit, what did I do? I had it all along and yeah. I missed it, you know? Yeah. And you, you, we see that through, you know, death of other people. It's like you don't appreciate them until they're actually gone. And in that, it's, like I said, you're searching for what can be when you realize you had it all along. You know, they always say the grass is greener on the other side. You know, that's always a term we all know. And you go on the other side and it's gray. Right. (laughs) Because you were looking for something so great to realize you're still living the same life. And then you go on the gray side and then you realize, wow, that grass was actually really green. Yeah. I couldn't agree with you more on that. And that's, that's just being a true observant of the world. You know me. I'm deep into philosophy. And, um... A lot of what philosophy will teach you that all is the same. You oh, know, yeah. no matter how much money you have, no matter how many material things that you have, no matter uh, your your social status in life, you're still the same person. It goes back to a used car salesman. A used car salesman can't sell new cars. They're always going to be a used car salesman. Somebody trying to feed you bullshit and get you to buy it. You know what I mean? And of course they could go sell new cars but guess what they're still selling the new car as if it were used yeah you know and it's it's being in tune with your own process allow yourself to grow and to do that sometimes you have to stand still yeah definitely you can't you can't always be looking for the next best thing you can't always be looking for uh, more and more and more it's it's just completely unrealistic and we look up to these celebrities sometimes and these people that are in the forefront of entertainment and culture and i will tell you they have more problems than any of us daily living people Uh, bill gates he might be one of the richest men in the world Elon musk but guess what those guys have problems on their yeah. mind 24-7 and they don't sleep over it. Yeah, like I, Mac I'm Miller. grateful for not having that much money because I'm not a philanthropist and I'm not trying to solve the world's problems. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mac Miller said in his songs. <laughs> you know? Why is being rich being so lonely? Nobody know me. Right. Hard to complain it... from this five-star hotel, right? <laughs> but in general... And it's like why I started this journey with Tangible Triumph, it boils down to it. You know, I always say I want to retrain people's minds. Right. 
because it's not about the wealth, the materials. It's about just being you and being happy for who you are and what you're meant to be here for. Don't search for what you're meant to be when, like I said, it's already in front of you. It's here. It's here and now. Your God and your universe has already presented it to you. But you were already, you were too far searching for who you are that you missed it. And don't, I'm not saying the opportunity is gone because it's, it's a reoccurring thing. It's well, always there. Yeah, it's always going to be there. That's why it's sudden enlightenment. No matter how long you take to search for it, you're going to be like, wow, it was right in front of me. <laughs> I've had those experiences, though, before. Oh, yeah. You know, when when there's been times where I've been struggling to come to terms with things, like, ah, oh, man, I got to go to work again and do the same thing today. Like, dude, you did it yesterday. Yeah. That's Of course, that's what you're doing today. You get upset with your life circumstances to the point where you think you deserve more. But what have you done in the current moment to, to even accept the responsibility of more? If you can't deal with what you're already handling, yeah. how do you expect yourself to handle more? I just, it's a concept that is very hard to digest and understand, but destiny's left to the universe. Your your fate is not up to you. It's for you to understand where this journey is taking you. What, what, what does the universe have and hold for you? If you're good at talking, maybe public speaking is a good outlet for you. If you're good at drawing, you should be an artist. Yeah. If you're if you're a prodigy on the piano, you should make that your life's purpose to play the piano. I I think uh, you know, there's just there there's possibility everywhere and you got to find your own personal niche. What are you good at? What 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 purpose did the 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 greater power of the universe give you? What's your What's your calling? You hear it all the time. I found my calling and my life has never been the same. But people, but, all right, so on that, that's searching too. You know, if you don't know who you are right now, yeah, you're going to need to do some searching. But, look, you know, be observant when you are searching and looking for it because it's something so small that you might even miss it. Like I said, I mean, like, for a person, like, what really clicked for me is, like, yeah, I'm searching for who I am, you know, back when I was, like, 18. Like, who am I? What am I What am I really put here to do? Yep. And Cook dog. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it just so happened, yeah, it happens to be cooking, but it was being a leader. And, you know, now that was my passion is cooking. And that's where it boils down to. Well, you were connecting the pieces, too. You can use your leadership skills in the kitchen, which is what makes you so good at cooking. Yeah. It's not your ability to cook, but it's the ability to lead the kitchen. Yeah, with my, you know, ability to multitask. And this is the stuff that's right in front of you. My ability to multitask. My ability to handle stressful situations at any given moment. My ability to turn a negative situation into a positive. It's... Like I said, it's all right in front of you. It's not what I was doing, though. Yeah, but look at look at what you did, right? What you just said. You literally correlated everything in your process to why it is what it is. Yeah, why right? I'm doing what I'm doing is because of everything that's fundamentally already implanted in my mind and in my body. 
right. what my body could physically handle, emotionally handle. It's all right in front of me. And I'm not searching to what can be. No, you know the skills that you possess, and then you could put the pieces together. Yeah, and we you talked know. about it. I mean, I've talked about it. I don't know if we did the podcast about it, but finding, you know, using your negative traits for for your advantage. Using your negative traits to your advantage. Which you can, and... You must. Not can, you must. To necessarily. Make, to, to complete the full, full circle, absolutely you have to. I, I, you, can't, you can't get anywhere if you don't accept your, your fault and, and your... your yeah undervalues you know not everybody's going to be good at everything no definitely not but there are going to be some things that you find negative about yourself that are actually a good thing right you know i use it for the ocd people with ocd like this is a gift because you have what it takes to organize and do it successfully and consistently so that's your purpose is to teach other people to do that or to do it for other people. And then you could bank some money on that as well. Start your own business. It starts small. You start with one person. One person recommends you to another person. It's just about using that Absolutely. and embracing that. And you're going to gain experience. You're going to gain knowledge. And, but it's already inside you. Well, just think of, think of the lost soul, right? The lost soul is at a stalemate. It's like pushing your hands up against the wall and you can't get any further because you've already put up a roadblock to where you need to go. When you're lost and you're searching, you're really you're walking in place. You're not really reaching those outer boundaries. If you were to just turn left and continue on walking, that next opportunity will present itself to you. I, 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 like I said with the grudges and stuff earlier, you, you get stuck in a moment in life and you could literally be stuck in that moment for the rest of your life. If you don't decide to make some adjustments and changes to how you perceive the world, you, you have to be observant to your circumstances and remember where you're standing. Remember who you are. Start with observation. Observation is key to perception. And your perception is developed by who you are in life. Once you learn how to perceive things, you you can understand what you're actually truly looking for as well. Yeah. I mean, meditation is that, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Meditation is about the processing of your emotions, of your feelings, letting it go and living in the moment. And... If you haven't meditated before, there's a lot of uh, self-meditation videos on YouTube that will help you guide oh, yeah. through that. And for a person like me, it's very hard to meditate like that. So I do it differently. You know, meditation is a key to knowing who you are. And, you know, it's not searching. It's being observant. Well, you're just, like I said before, you're watching your thoughts go through your mind. Yeah. And honestly, if let them come, give, let them go. Right, but if you give your yourself a chance to look at those thoughts, you might run into something that you haven't thought before because you're allowing your body to slow down and digest what's going on, and then all of a sudden you come up with this great idea, and you're like, "Wow, okay," yep. and that's the sudden enlightenment that you talk about. You know, that one idea or that one concept that comes to you naturally, and it all makes sense. 
you know, I encourage everybody to find find your spiritual outlet because a spiritual walk is the most important walk you'll ever walk in your entire life. And for me, I don't know entirely where my, my, my spiritual walk is taking me, but I've, I've read, uh, you know, the Bible, I've read the Tibetan Book of the Dead, I've read the Bhita Gita, um, all these different scriptures, right? And, you know, everything is just trying to teach us the same common core values in life. And when you start to understand that you have to find what works for you. Yep. What works for you? If going to church every Sunday works for you, keep on doing yeah. it. I mean, I, I'm on that with you. In my opinion, like I, I live through different scriptures. Yeah. I'm, okay. I don't live just off the Bible. I don't live off the Quran. I don't live off the Tao. I live off of what I want to live off of. Sure. And, you know... Because I believe in that. They're all teaching the same thing. It's okay. just in different harmonies. It's in different words. It's how we perceive the reality of it. And what is healthy for us. There's... Everybody's not healthy. If you don't want to believe in a God, but like that's going to be healthy for you. But I suggest that you do some research on it. Oh, yeah. And, you know, because the whole thinking that you can control every single aspect is not that's ludicrous yeah it's ludicrous it's 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 completely unrealistic to think that you are the creator of your own demise like you know i say it all the time you're the creator of your own life yes you are but being a creator of your life is accepting those things that you observe through a timely manner and you develop your character and and move forward with that it's all at a standpoint of understanding and for me a lot of a lot of the scriptures that i've read are are basically just supportive ideas to come to basic conclusions you know you're you're when you read the bible they say it's the living word and it really is because you can read passages over and over again every other day and I can go back and read the same passage a week later and I perceive it a little bit differently yeah, than I had the definitely. week before but that's where the understanding of character develops and you're you're observing things you observed that passage once and related it to what you were going at that current moment with and then a week later your life is at a completely different point and you read it again and you relate it to that point you're at in life at that moment. And that's living in the moment. That's being an observer. That's being a student to philosophy. That's, that's understanding that your knowledge is a never-ending source of, of water. You keep on drinking that water. You keep on replenishing your body with positivity and, and purpose. And, you know, the, the possibilities are endless. But that comes with not searching, but understanding. Heard. That was nice. That <laughs> was nice. Thank you. I got zoned out in that. That was nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, to touch base on it, too, is just, you know, your perception on your reality is, you know, a key, right? So to observe your reality in the moment, 
like I said, you're going to find what you need at any given moment. Right. Met, uh, Wu Wei is mindful meditation and it's, you know, observing in, in the now. So when you're taking your thoughts in, you need to learn how to take them in, push them out, and take all you can from that, you know, second or two oh, yeah. seconds. And don't spend extra time trying to search for the unknown. There's not, there's really, the thing is too, is there's really nothing that is unknown. You you just have to be aware of reality in itself. Yeah. Whatever, whatever's going on in, at the current moment in time is exactly what's going on. It's a matter of how you're handling your life and your individual perception to wh- where you stand, you know, and, and Wu Wei, balance, understanding, you know, whatever, however you want to look at it, you just have to, it's like you're balancing the water on your head and, you know, you're, you're, you don't want to spill it or, you know, I, I brought a cup of soup out of the kitchen. You never look at the soup. Yeah, you don't look at the it. soup, you're going to spill it. Just keep on walking through and be confident in what you're doing, you yeah. know? 100%. 100%. So, I mean, that's that's like the basics of what we're talking about today. Is just stop searching for what you think can be and what you want. Like, we want to help you find what you already have. Yeah. Yeah, it's as simple as that. Yeah. Every everything's laid out for you. It's all a matter of following your own journey. I mean, it goes into our saying: all all rivers lead to the same ocean, and, because uh, <laughs> all of our thoughts lead to our body. Yep. And we have the tools to 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 be happy, to be successful. I mean, I didn't want to use successful first because I don't want you to get. A different contrusion of it like success isn't happiness yeah i mean in general it, happiness in my, is yeah, success. exactly <laughs> just being at peace with yeah. yourself and being at peace with the world around you i mean it's much easier than you actually think it is and it's about letting it go and everything it's about everything. You need to low you need to know when to let go and when to hold on. You right. know, when you when you're searching so much, you're hold, sometimes you're holding on too much on a specific scenario or situation, but if you let it go, it would be much easier. You know, I mean, you break it down to when someone dies, you hold on to their memories, but you don't hold on to the situation well i have i for instance i have an altar at home yeah. and uh you know you get the little cards at funerals and stuff i put all of those in the same place so you know it, i let that person go but today i might miss grandma betty yeah i go home and i pick up that card and i tell her i love her you know that's that's my own personal way of letting go like she's there whenever I need her. Yeah. I know where to find her. And if I were to hold on to that regret that maybe I didn't go see her enough towards the end of her life oh, yeah. or whatever the case may be, I have that card to hold in my hand. I have that way to express to her, I miss you, I love you, and I know I'll see you again soon. Yeah. You know, um, 
And you can use that concept for a lot of life's challenges. Just we all process things in a different way. How do you process life? How do you understand what's going on around you? Once you find out how you perceive things, you can understand how to approach them. Definitely. Like I said, it just it, it's it's fundamentally you need to stop searching. Yeah. And start just paying attention. Because trusting the universe is another step that's going to help you with that. Yeah. It's just let it happen. Oh, yeah. Don't force it, but just let it happen. Like when you wake up in the morning without an alarm clock, you let it happen and your day, I feel like, just starts so much better. Oh, man. It's crazy. I, I For a while, I had to set an alarm. Yeah. Now I wake up like 10 minutes before my alarm would even Every go day. off anyway. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. But you stand up and you get up and you approach the day on the right foot. You feel like everything's already in its place. You know, I have a specific routine that I go through in the morning and it's like, you know, my eggs are already cooking. And I, I forgot I even put them on the stove. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's just you're you're in that fluid motion of what it's supposed to be. You know, I take into account my personal health. So I drink a protein shake, you know, and just work through my steps. I take my vitamins. I brush my teeth. I take a shower. Boom. Yeah. And, and next thing I know, it used to take me an hour to do these things. Now it takes me a half hour because it's just mindless work. I'm, I'm, I'm tending to my body. I'm waking up. I'm developing into uh, being prepared for the next step throughout the day, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's crazy. And it all started with just trusting the process. Yeah. Absolutely. And understanding the process. What do I get enjoyment out of? I actually get enjoyment out of knowing that I'm eating right. I get enjoyment out of knowing that I'm starting the day on a full stomach. I'm not going to show up to work angry. I'm not going to get to work late yeah. because I'm waking up on time and also doing those things I enjoy to do. Along with my morning meditation, I do a morning writing. I mean, it all ties in together to start the day off on a right foot. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Anything else you want to say before we wrap it up, Will? I think I think that today's discussion was enlightening. And yeah. I think that, uh, you know, we're on this journey together. And, and it's just a matter of getting feedback from the audience. I, I, I would love to hear what people think. Uh, where should we go next? If anybody has any recommendations to topics of discussion, um, you know... I want to reach out and just uh, put it out there that if anybody wants to come in as a guest, if you have anything that resonates with you that we do talk about on here, reach out to us because you know we're we're here to open open the door and opportunity to everybody out there. Yeah, exactly. We're just another outlet to make this positive world exist. Yeah, you know, like-minded people tend to do a lot more than people who clash all the time so arrogance oh ignorance, yeah the inability to understand that life is what you make it heard that because it is it is <laughs> it is what it is that's it so hey today's discussion was awesome and uh all rivers lead to the same ocean have an awesome week everybody peace out peace